O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of his kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Wednesday, January 12th. Journey with me through the entire Bible in one year, focusing on the biblical calendar, the Sabbath, the feasts, and the Torah reading cycle. We have many voices, interpretations, and points of view out there, but there is nothing like listening to the crystal clean, pure Word of God in your life. It is living water for your spirit, as it is written in Romans 10:17. So then, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. When we listen to the spoken Word of God, it is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews 4.12 The Word of God is alive, it is powerful, and it renews our mind and builds up our spirit, as it is written in Isaiah 55.11. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Beshalach, and it means, When He Let Go. Exodus 14.26-15.26 Then Hashem said to Moses, Hold out your arm over the sea, that the waters may come back upon the Egyptians and upon their chariots and upon their horsemen. Moses held out his arm over the sea, and at daybreak the sea returned to its normal state, and the Egyptians fled at its approach. But Hashem hurled the Egyptians into the sea. The waters turned back and covered the chariots and the horsemen. Pharaoh's entire army that followed them into the sea. Not one of them remained. But the Israelites had marched through the sea on dry ground, the waters forming a wall for them, on their right and on their left. Thus Hashem delivered Israel that day from the Egyptians. Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the shore of the sea. And when Israel saw the wondrous power which Hashem had wielded against the Egyptians, 
the people feared Hashem. They had faith in Hashem and his servant, Moses. Then Moses and the Israelites sang this song to Hashem. They said, I will sing to Hashem, for he has triumphed gloriously. Horse and driver he has hurled into the sea. Hashem is my strength and might. He has become my deliverance. This is my God, and I will enshrine him. The God of my father, and I will exalt him. Hashem, the warrior. Hashem is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his army he has cast into the sea, and the pick of his officers are drowned in the sea of reeds. The deeps covered them. They went down into the depths like a stone. Your right hand, Hashem, glorious in power. Your right hand, Hashem, shatters the foe. In your great triumph, you break your opponents. You send forth your fury. It consumes them like straw. At the blast of your nostrils, the waters piled up. The flood stood straight like a wall. The deeps froze in the heart of the sea. The foe said, I will pursue. I will overtake. I will divide the spoil. My desire shall have its fill of them. I will bear my sword. My hand shall subdue them. You made your wind blow. The sea covered them. They sank like lead in the majestic waters. Who is like you, Hashem, among the heavens? Who is like you, majestic in holiness, awesome in splendor, working wonders? You put out your right hand. The earth swallowed them. In your love you led the people you redeemed. In your strength you guide them to your holy abode. The peoples hear. They tremble. Agony grips the dwellers in Philistia. Now are the clans of Edom dismayed. The tribes of Moab. Trembling grips them. All the dwellers in Canaan are aghast. Terror and dread descend upon them. Through the might of your arm they are as still as stone. Till your people cross over, Hashem, till your people cross whom you have ransomed. You will bring them and plant them in your own mountain, the place you made to dwell in Hashem, the sanctuary, Hashem, which your hands established. Hashem will reign forever and ever. For the horses of Pharaoh with his chariots and horsemen went into the sea, and Hashem turned back on them the waters of the sea. But the Israelites marched on dry ground in the midst of the sea. Then Miriam the Nevi'i, Aaron's sister, took a timbrel in her hand, and all the women went out after her and danced with timbrels. And Miriam chanted for them, Sing to Hashem! For he has triumphed gloriously, horse and driver he has hurled into the sea. Then Moses caused Israel to set out from the Sea of Reeds. They went on into the wilderness of Shur. They traveled three days in the wilderness and found no water. They came to Marah, but they could not drink the water of Marah because it was bitter. That is why it was named Marah. And the people grumbled against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? So he cried out to Hashem, and Hashem showed him a piece of wood. He threw it into the water, and the water became sweet. There he made for them a fixed rule, and there he put them to the test. He said, 
If you will heed Hashem your God diligently, doing what is upright in His sight, giving ear to His commandments and keeping all His laws, then I will not bring upon you any of the diseases that I brought upon the Egyptians, for I, Hashem, am your healer. Matthew 9, 1-17 And he, Yeshua, entered into a ship, and passed over, and came into his own city. And behold, they brought to him a man sick of the palsy, lying on a bed. And Yeshua, seeing their faith, said to the sick of the palsy, Son, be of good cheer, your sins are forgiven you. And behold, Certain of the scribes said within themselves, This man blasphemes. And Yeshua, knowing their thoughts, said, Where do you, Why do you think evil in your hearts? For whether it is easier to say your sins are forgiven you, or to say, Arise and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. Then said he to the sick of the palsy, Arise, take up your bed, and go unto your house. And he arose and departed to his house. But when the multitude saw it, they marveled and glorified God, which had given such power to men. And as Yeshua passed forth from thence, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the receipt of custom. And he said to him, Follow me. And he arose and followed him. And it came to pass, as Yeshua sat at the meat in the house, behold, many publicans and sinners came and sat down with him and his disciples. And when the Pharisees saw it, they said to his disciples, And when the Pharisees saw it, they said to his disciples, Why does your master eat with publicans and sinners? But when Yeshua heard that, he said to them, They that be whole need not a physician, but they that are sick. But go and learn what that means, for I will have mercy and not sacrifice, for I am not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Then came to him the disciples of John, saying, Why do we and the Pharisees fast often, but your disciples do not fast? And Yeshua said to them, Can the children of the bride chamber mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? But the days will come, when the bridegroom shall be taken from them, and then shall they fast. No man puts a piece of new cloth onto an old garment, for that which is put in to fill it up takes from the garment, and the rent is made worse. Neither do men put new wine into old bottles, else the bottles break, and the wine runs out, and the bottles perish. But they put new wine into new bottles, and both are preserved. Psalm 10, 16-18 The Lord is King for ever and ever. The heathen are perished out of His land. Lord, You have heard the desire of the humble. You will prepare their heart. You will cause their ear to hear, to judge the fatherless and the oppressed, that the man of the earth may no more oppress. Proverbs 3 9 and 10. Honor the Lord with your substance, and with the firstfruits of all your increase. So shall your barns be filled with plenty, and your presses shall burst out with new wine. I'd like to speak to you today from our Torah portion from Exodus chapter 
14 and 15. And let's zoom in on chapter 15, verse 17, where it is written, You will bring them and plant them in your own mountain, the place you made to dwell in, Hashem, the sanctuary, Hashem, which your hands established. So a cross-reference to this verse that I'd like to share comes from Isaiah chapter 2 starting in verse 1, where it is written, The word that Isaiah the son of Amos saw during concerning Judah and Jerusalem. Now it shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills, and all nations shall flow to it. Many people shall come and say, Come and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways, and we shall walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the Torah and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. So that's a cross-reference verse to this other verse from Exodus chapter 15, verse 17, which is really future prophetic. It's a messianic verse that is hinting at, it's a remez hint of the future 1,000-year rule and reign of Yeshua, the Messiah, when all nations will flow to this mountain. And what is this mountain? It's Mount Zion. And where is it? It's in Jerusalem. So let me read it again. You will bring them and plant them in your own mountain, that is Mount Zion, the mountain that's mentioned in Isaiah chapter 2, verses 2 and 3. The place that you made to dwell in, Hashem, the sanctuary, Hashem, which your hands established. So there's a future third temple coming. The first and second temple have been destroyed, and the third temple will be where Yeshua himself dwells, and it will be built by his very own hand. Now the Israel Bible commentary to this verse reads as follows. And plant them in your own mountain is understood as a reference either to Har Habayit or to the entire land of Israel. When Hashem said that the Jewish people will be planted in Eretz Israel, He means that they will establish roots there and flourish. The Midrash explains that this is a reference to the time of Mashiach, the Messiah, when the children of Israel will be brought back to the land of Israel, never to be uprooted again. For two thousand years, Jews have been asking for the fulfillment of this verse each week as part of the Shabbat prayers. Bring us with happiness to our land and plant us in our borders. Now that's a good comment, but there's a fundamental false assumption in there that I want to bring out. The false assumption is that the people who left Egypt and went into the wilderness and followed the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night and who congregated at Mount Sinai and received the Torah were only the Jewish people. And that is not true. So Moses and the people, it was all 12 tribes. It was Joseph and his brothers and their descendants. It was the whole house of Israel who left Egypt. Some were from the tribe of Judah, also known as the Jews, and some were from other tribes, from Zebulun. Naphtali, from Joseph, from Ephraim. We have all 12 tribes, and they left as a mixed 
multitude. So there were even some strangers sojourning with them, some of them Egyptians. So it was all twelve tribes that left Egypt. It was all twelve tribes that received the Torah at Mount Sinai. And so that includes the non-Jewish part of the house of Israel. And so that includes you and me, my friend. And so this verse of promise that one day he's going to plant them and in their own mountain, the place that you made to dwell, the sanctuary with which your hands established, that promise includes Jews and non-Jews. It includes those of us who are not Jewish, who are still in the diaspora, living in exile. Because one day Yeshua is going to return and he's going to gather in all of the exiles of Israel, um, all 12 tribes, Jews and non-Jews, and bring them on a journey, an exodus journey, back to the land of Israel. So um, we really have to look at our words and how we define our words and really understand who is Israel. And Israel includes the whole house of Israel, all 12 tribes. Um, Who is Jacob? Jacob had 12 sons, 12 tribes. And so um, this is a promise that includes both Jews and non-Jews. So now I want us to conclude with this other verse and wrap it up with a song. And it's Exodus chapter 15, verse 11. Who is like you, O Lord, among the heavens? Who is like you, majestic in holiness, awesome in splendor, working wonders? That's Exodus chapter 15, verse 11. So now there's a beautiful song written by Paul Wilbur, sung by Paul Wilbur. Uh, It's called Mika Mocha. And please enjoy this beautiful worship song, Mika Mocha, sung by Paul Wilbur.
from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. <laughs> 